Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. All right, guys, do you ever look at your kids and you think, wow, that went by fast, right? Or you look you look at your age, like me. I turned 40 last year and I think, wow, that went by fast. And it's so weird that I'm 40 because I'm not. I'm like 25 in my mind. I'm not actually that old. Where did the time go and what now? So this is an episode where I'm going to share four ways life changes at 40. But it's also an episode about this question. What are you doing with the hours in your life? So I hope this will inspire you. I hope it will motivate you. I hope that what you hear today will help you stop delaying your joy and start living with purpose, intention, and on the path to the life you want, not the life you're settling for, right? So in this episode, I'm going to peel back the onion on what it's like to be 40. (laughs) I know a lot of you are around my age, and I've been wanting to share this episode for months now. So finally, here in episode 27, we're getting to it. I was like, I have to do it before I turn 41, which is in a couple weeks. So here we are. And I was going to call it Four Ways Life Changes at 40. And then I thought, no, let's do You're 40 Not Dead, because that's really what this is about. But I'm going to get to all of that in this episode. I'm going to share four ways life changes at 40. And I'm sharing it from a frame of what are you doing with your life? And if you've ever asked yourself that question or wrestled with your purpose and why you've gotten stuck and you're having a tough time uncovering joy in your life right now, this episode is for you. So keep listening. I also want to uncover for you a mindset exercise to help you walk into this exact life that you want starting today. If you look at your life and think, man, this is not really what I want. I don't want this to be it. That is exactly what I do every day with my clients. It's what I've coached myself through personally. This idea that I'm living a life today, but this can't be it. I have so much more to offer this world. And how do I get there? That's what we work on. What we do first is we name the life you want. You know, there's so much power in just saying, I want a happy household. I want a peaceful marriage. I want a good relationship with my children. So we name it, we call out the life that you want. And then if we work together, we build a life track toward that life, that life you dream about, that life you desire, so that instead of dreaming about it, you're doing it. 
I had a client the other day say, thank you, I'm doing it. This life she'd been dreaming about, these goals, cutting out the nightly drinking. She said, I'm finally free. And it feels so good. What we do when we work together and I take you on as one of my joy coaching clients, we talk weekly on Zoom. You share your goals with me. Together we come up with a plan. And then most of our work is just implementing that plan. And I am there for you every single step of the way, encouraging you, cheering you on, holding you accountable. Actually, one of my clients the other day, she goes, oh, mean Janie's coming out now. I said, girl, I'm holding you accountable right now. So it's really just what you need each time we meet. It's different every time. It's totally customized to you. And we talk about whatever you want every single time. Whatever you need. What I'm here to help you do is supply whatever you need to walk into this thriving next season of your life. And make no mistake, there's work for you to do. But I'm guiding you and we're sort of powwowing about it along the way. So you're not alone. I just love it so much. So if you're interested in learning more about anything I just said, you can head to the coaching page on my website. The address is shejustglows.com slash coaching. So I want to ask you something. What are you doing with the hours in your life? What are you doing with the hours in your life? It's something I had to think about the other day. We were in the car, and I love these conversations in the car with my kids. It was just my son and I in the car, and I don't turn the TVs on. We have this whole, like, elaborate system in our car, and I don't even know how to work these TVs, actually. So that helps, (laughs) but I don't turn them on. And the conversations that come up in the car are so so amazing, so life-giving. It's just the time when the kids are sitting and pondering random things and you're just there in the moment with them. Anyway, so my son had this question. He said, mom, how many hours have you lived in your life? And I'm like, whoa, well, that's a, de- that's a deep question. And I'm like, oh, this is a good podcast episode. Let's see where this goes, right? So I did the math. I am 40 years old. So if you're 40, you have lived 350,400 hours. 350,400 hours. And then he asked for himself, mom, how many hours have I lived in my life? So I added it all up and my 11-year-old son has lived 96,000 hours, 96,360 hours. And as we kept driving, my thoughts fell back onto that figure for my age. I started pondering The 350,400 hours I've lived in my life. And I had to ask myself, what have I done with them? What have I done with them? So what have you done with the hours in your life? Well, there's a few things you could do. You, You could add up your resume and read through it, right? Just read it to me. I could, well, I could come up with a list of all my accomplishments, I suppose, or all the awards I've received over the years, which really isn't that many or any, so that would be a short list. I could tell you all the hats I wear right now. I'm sure you have many, just like me. Mom, podcaster, life coach, wife, chauffeur, maid, housekeeper, chef, (laughs) daughter, sister, friend. But the question I was butting up against was more than that. It was, what am I really doing with the hours of my life? And 
with the hours that I have left. So that's the first way that life changes at 40. You're aware of the brevity of your own life. Time is ticking away, right? Tick tock. Like it's not stopping for you. You think you're 25 and then you wake up, you wake up one day and you're 40. Time has been on our side for so long and now, well, now it's just plunging ruthlessly ahead and there's nothing you can do about it. Our pastor is Dr. Willie Rice. Oh, we love his teaching so much here in Florida. And he has a life-changing sermon that he repeats every year. Every year it's a sermon I look forward to and it changes my life all over again. And if you don't go to church, you're not into God, this isn't even really about that. So so hang with me here. It's a it's an amazing sermon though. It's called Come Before Winter. And it's all about how life is short. Opportunities are limited. And in the blink of an eye, we can miss what really matters. It's a sermon that's devoted to this idea that we can't afford to wait until the last minute to do what's important in life. So I love this topic. In fact, episode one of this podcast is all about just getting started and and not waiting for everything to align. And this sort of speaks to that mentality, which just gets me on fire. And by the way, the sermon is so good. I'll share a link in the episode notes for that too, so you can listen for yourself. But Pastor Willie begins this sermon with a timeline of life. So track with me here. He, He thought, hey, what if I could chart someone's life into one day just to see, like just to see how it, how it aligns. What if you had one day to live And you charted out that 24-hour span to encompass every year in the average life, okay? So like you're born at midnight, your life is those 24 hours, and you die at 11.59 p.m. So this is so interesting and so eye-opening. The average life expectancy in the U.S. is give or take like 78 years old. So the average American is expected to live until age 78. So if you're 20 and you live the life of an average American, it is 6.15 a.m. in this 24-hour day. You think you've got all day ahead of you, right? And you probably do. Time is on your side. If you're 30, it's 9.22. If you're 40, it's 12.30. You've just passed noon. If you're 50, it's 3.38. If you're 60... It's 6.45 in the evening. If you're 70, it's 9.53. And on your 75th birthday, it's 11.07 p.m. So you can look at that one of two ways. It can sound very morbid and depressing if your life isn't what you want it to be right now. Or it can sound really exciting because you have so much life left to live. And I'm going to get into all of that in this episode, including how to get from that first one to the second one that I just mentioned. Because as you can see here at 40, well, that's past noon. You start feeling, at least I did, like your whole life is back timed. 
right? So when I was 20, 30, 35, I felt in my brain like I had a lot of time ahead. And at 40, there was something for me that kicked in and said, life is moving. Time is not stopping. Time doesn't care how young I feel. It's still moving. It's time for me to start living the exact life I want. And if you are there right now, I'm with you. I understand. I've been there. My clients are there. You're not alone. And it's not too late. So being aware of the fact that if you're 40, life is most likely, statistically speaking, half over. But rather than being scary or foreboding, I really find it inspiring. So the question goes from, how many hours have you lived in your life? To, what will I do with my remaining hours? And that, my friend, is a beautiful thing. The second way life changes at 40 I got to be honest with you, you're just out of Fs to give. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry for the rough language there, but there's really no other way to say it. I am fresh out of Fs. In other words, I do not care what others think about my choices and decisions. Now, yes, I, I care what my husband thinks. I care what my inner circle thinks. But at the end of the day, I need to be comfortable with others being uncomfortable with my journey in life. And this is a journey. This mindset doesn't happen overnight. A lot of my clients really have a rough time giving themselves permission to live the life they truly want. And it's not because they don't want to or even because their husbands don't want them to or are holding them back. It's usually fear of judgment from someone else. Friends, mother-in-law, other family, coworkers, And I get it. I've been there. I have had many things in my life dictated by what others will think of what I might do. And it sounds so ridiculous, but listen to this story. I just plucked this out of my brain yesterday. I needed childcare help for a few years before I finally gave myself permission to hire a live-in au pair for a couple years. And when I look back, I can tell you I held back for so long And it was absolutely because of one thing. It wasn't because I didn't need it. It wasn't because I couldn't afford it. It wasn't even because my husband was against it. In fact, he was gung-ho for it, and he's the one who even started the process. The reason I held back on getting the help I truly needed with my four young kids was because I was embarrassed of the judgment of other moms. Doesn't that sound pathetic now that I say it? You may see me as confident, sure of myself, you know, gung-ho up here. You may see me in a certain light, very confident of myself and very, very strategic in my decisions. I got to tell you, I didn't get the help I needed for years because I was afraid of other moms judging me. Because I'm a stay-at-home mom and I might need a little more help than it takes with these two hands to mother these four children, to do all their laundry, to make all their meals. And, you know, I just look back now and it sounds ridiculous, but it didn't feel that way. It felt very real. And if you sit and think about it, it's it's really, it's really unbelievable how much authority 
we unknowingly give other people in our life. It is really unbelievable how much authority we unknowingly give other people in our life, like people who do not deserve it, right? Here's another example, not drinking. There is often a huge hangup for many of my clients as they consider what would life look like without alcohol? Okay, so they, they decide this. They decide, I don't want to drink or I want to drink less. Cool. And then they're like, but wait, what about my drinking friends? What about my aunt who I always drink with? What about that friend? And that is the center point of our relationship. Oftentimes, the toughest part of visualizing that alcohol-free life is visualizing whether our inner circle will approve. And that is really hard. And if you need help with this people-pleasing corner of your life, we cover so much of that in my client calls. Of course, each call is private. But if you need help rethinking your relationship with alcohol or even just talking through, how do I do that when all these people close to me drink? Or how do I make any change in my life when I'm more concerned about what others will think of it? Oh girl, it's such a relatable place to be. So many women are there. I've been there many times and I'd love to help. You know how to reach me if you're interested in that. But being 40, girl, you're just out of Fs to give. You grow out of the people pleasing. You move forward with your life and you realize you're never going to make everyone happy. So just make you happy. Just make your family happy. The people who live under your roof. That is something I often go back to. I am concerned with not disappointing the people inside my home. Outside of that, let the chips fall where they may. And it's just so empowering. It is definitely a journey to break free of the bondage of needing others sign off on every decision in life, but it is so empowering to let go of what others think about you. I invite you to try it as soon as you can. Something else that happens when you're 40, oh man, this could be a whole episode. The body just starts breaking down. Like it's it's breaking down. It's, it's not fixable. You're going into the mechanic all the time. I know you don't want to hear this and I'm supposed to be inspiring, but man, I got to, I got to keep it real, girl. This body is just breaking down left and right. I mean, my hair is falling out. It's so much harder to lose weight. You've heard me talk about these things for years, but for me personally, here are a few examples. Okay. First of all, never had any eye issues in my life. Always had perfect 2020 vision at 40. Bam. I need spectacles to read. Never had any skin issues. And at 40, bam, I suddenly, like, I don't know, a few months ago, I had this red splotch just like show up on my cheek, like the weirdest place. I go to my, um, I go to my esthetician. She's like, oh yeah, it's rosacea. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, um, you've probably had it your whole life. It's just dormant until you're middle age. I'm like, oh, of course it is. Now it's waking up, right? I'm 40 and it's like, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Let me show up on her face now. I mean, who could make this up, right? Never had an abnormal blood test at 40. Bam. Apparently, I have some thyroid issue. Still looking into that. What the heck? Never had any body issues. And then at 40, really in my 30s too, bam, back pain. Bam. Anytime you want to work out or do anything that's even, even if it's not strenuous, bam. 
You're going to be you're going to be recovering from that for days to come, right? I mean, I just went hiking at it was a strenuous hike. It's in Zion National Park. It's called the Narrows. But I'm in like decent shape. Oh, girl, I'm telling you, I was sore for over a week and I am talking like back breakingly sore. Lifting furniture, forget it. I mean, I got to tell you, I have thrown out my back when I sneezed before, okay? Like, this body is, uh, mm, needs some TLC, needs some maintenance. Everything doesn't work as easily and as fluidly as it used to, okay? So you start looking at things not like, can I do that? Because chances are, I can. You start looking at things like, okay, if I do that, How long will I be in pain after the fact or suffer or be sore, right? Like I can move this couch, but I want to be able to walk tomorrow, you know? Oh, and shoes, forget it. Like wearing high heels, it's like I can do that, but I know I'm going to pay for it tomorrow with a sore back, I'm telling you. I mean, you know when people say you're over the hill, they're talking about when you turn 40, Someone told me the other day, no, that's when they that's when you turn 50. I'm like, no, 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 it's when you turn 40. The idea, obviously, is you're past your prime. I actually looked it up, and the idiom has been used since around 1950, obviously kind of comparing life to climbing a mountain. So ages 0 to 40, you're ascending, you're ascending, and then at 40 and beyond, I mean, basically, according to this saying, you're just ascending into death, right? Like, what a horrible way to look at things. The body is definitely um, breaking down, but I don't buy that. I don't buy all of that. I mean, yes, the body is breaking down, but number four, number four, the fourth way life changes at 40, I am just getting started. See, at 40, I felt reborn. I felt like, okay, I have a new lease on life and I'm just getting started You've shed all these worries and concerns about other people. You know who you are. And now you're just living your fabulous life. See, I disagree with this over-the-hill concept, and I'm going to get into that now, because I think we as women have not yet peaked at 40 in so many ways. And I've done some research, so hang on. First of all, confidence at 40 is so much higher than it was earlier in life. You know, like when you were skinny, but you thought you were fat, you were beautiful, but you just weren't satisfied with your looks, you know, or you were seeking love in the wrong people, settling for less than you deserve. No, 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 no. When you have the benefit of four decades of life experience to draw on and at 40, you're no longer searching for who you are. You know who you are, good, bad, and ugly. You know who you are. You have to accept her. You're stuck with her. And now you can show up and just be you and live in that confidence that comes with loving who you've become, even with all of your imperfections. I was just speaking with a client about this in a call before I recorded this podcast. She is leaning into all of her gifts, and many of them are things that make her kind of different. And she's always shied away from, no, this is too much. No, I'm too this, I'm too that. 
And she just is finally saying, no, this is who God created me to be. I'm different. And these are gifts that I can offer the world. Just that little reframe exploded her confidence and delighted her coach, I have to say. I got chills. So get this, a study done by YouGov found that women 45 to 65 were more body confident than they used to be. I love that. 45 to 65, you are more body confident than you were when you were younger, statistically speaking. Here's another one, money. Financially speaking, do you know when women earn the most? According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, women earn the most when they are between the ages of 35 and 54. So if you're 40, girl, you are just getting started. In fact, I found this quote I wanted to share with you. I actually found it in Glamour Magazine of all places. It says, any notion that peak success generally comes in one's 20s and 30s is an illusion. For women who are more often tasked with childcare and elder care and have to fight their way through workplace inequities as they find their paths, great success often comes later. Oh, yes, my friend. You're 40, but you are not dead. You know how many people have started their careers at 40? Vera Wang The world-famous clothing designer, she didn't design her first dress until she was 40, 40 years old. Henry Ford did not design the Model T until he was 45. Martha Stewart published her first entertaining book when she was 41 years old. Rodney Dangerfield, the legendary comedian, he didn't catch a break until his appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show at the age of 46. Julia Child wrote her first cookbook at 50. Betty White, known as a longtime funny girl, a legend in her own right. Did you know she wasn't widely known until she joined the cast of the Mary Tyler Moore show? She was 51 when that happened. Steve Carell didn't start work on The Office until he was in his early 40s. Laura Ingalls Wilder published the first Little House on the Prairie book when she was 65. Ariana Huffington was 55 when she founded the Huffington Post. Lucille Ball didn't star on I Love Lucy until she was 40 years old. So, if you are in the 40 and over club, we are just getting started. And now is the time to do what you want to do. Okay, so here's that mindset exercise to start walking toward that life you want. Close your eyes if you can. Close your eyes right now. And just like I do in my calls with private clients, I want you to visualize your ideal life. I want you to think of details. I want to know where you want to live. What is your day like? What time do you wake up? Who do you talk to? What are you thinking about during the day? What are your habits? What is the infrastructure of your life? 
And I know for some of you, you may be saying, I don't even know. I don't even know what I want. And that's a perfect conversation for a one-on-one session or a discovery call with me. But with your eyes closed, we are visualizing that ideal life. And I want you to put your name in here, whatever your name is. I want you to put it in here as you visualize your name's ideal life. So, so just think on that. Your name's ideal life. And here's what I want you to know about getting to that life that you have visualized right now. There are no rules. Stop waiting. Build a life that brings you joy. You're running out of time. You don't have time to continue delaying your joy. Life is happening right now. Time is not stopping for you. See, that's the best part about being 40. There's no more illusion that there's so much time left. There is simply the call to live life today and live it to your fullest potential in the very best way. And what is that? It's by just being you in every single way. We're about to open our eyes again, but first take one more look inside your mind at that ideal life you visualized, at that life you are ready for. And when you open your eyes, welcome back. This is the first moment of the rest of your life. And you have all the power in the world to start walking toward that today. Because you deserve a life you love. Start walking toward that. Think of small ways you can start on the path toward getting there. And if you need anything, you know where to reach me. There is still time. Look at all those people I just read off who didn't even approach the peak of their life until well past 40. There is still time. You're not dead yet. (laughs) You've got this. And we can get you there and get your spark back and get you excited about life again. Because your life is beautiful. And you are unique and special. And you have something to offer this world that no one else has. So cheers to being over the hill because I don't know about you, but I am just getting started. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. Go to shejustglows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow girl.